Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, August 22nd, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, conservatives turn up the heat on border funding in the government funding fight. Number two, the banking industry tries to go on offense in the credit card fee fight. And number three, GOP operative Parker Polling finds a new home. All right, let's get into it. We are leading Punchbowl News AM this morning with a look at how the September funding fight is getting even more complicated with hardline Republicans in both the House and Senate vowing to dig in on border spending as part of the debate, injecting another hot button issue into the battle to keep the federal government open. Let's rewind here. The White House is seeking $4 billion in new funding for border security as migrant crossings soar after several months of relative quiet at the U.S.-Mexico border. Republicans are arguing that that amount is nowhere near enough and are demanding even more money as part of the supplemental spending package or the stopgap funding measure needed to avoid that September 30th government shutdown. Here's where things stand. The Texas GOP delegation said in its own letter, August 10th, that Congress should withhold money from the Department of Homeland Security until enhanced border security measures are put in place. And the House Freedom Caucus declared on Monday that its members wouldn't back any stopgap funding bill that fails to enact the House GOP-passed border security bill. Of course, that is not going to be happening. Representative Chip Roy, the Republican from Texas, the HFC's policy chair, has been asking colleagues to withhold funding to DHS until more border security measures are put in place, or DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is removed from office. Freedom Caucus also took a stance against additional Ukraine funding, an issue that has animated the Donald Trump-aligned wing of the GOP. The Biden administration's supplemental request includes $24 billion for Ukraine, a problem on its own for Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Conservatives are connecting the Ukraine and border funding issues to argue that President Joe Biden cares more about Ukraine's border than the U.S.-Mexico border. Representative Jim Banks, a Republican from Indiana, the leading GOP candidate for the open Senate seat in Indiana, said in a recent state party dinner that the United States shouldn't send any more money to secure Ukraine's border until we secure our own. Meanwhile, on the Senate side, border hawks are similarly calling for more resources but aren't threatening a shutdown. Senator James Lankford, the Republican from Oklahoma, told us Monday that any CR should be, quote, as clean as it possibly can be so that there's not a big debate on it. Lankford is trying to build support for his bipartisan legislation aimed at preventing government shutdowns. It would implement rolling 14-day CRs until Congress passes a short-term spending bill or other appropriations measures. Would also bar lawmakers from considering other measures on the floor until a funding bill is passed. The White House's border funding request is problematic for Senate Republicans as well. Langford argued it gives Mayorkas too much discretion on how it's spending the money. With roughly two weeks left until Congress returns, we'll continue monitoring this ahead of September. We've also got some news. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo will travel to China. August 27th through the 30th, for meetings with senior Chinese officials and U.S. business leaders, according to the Commerce Department. Romano's visit will come after Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen traveled to Beijing earlier this summer. All right, let's get to the number two story of the morning. 
Fresh from the vault, our financial services reporter, Brendan Peterson, has a look at how bankers are revving up a fresh campaign against credit card reform. The banking sector is deploying yet another effort to oppose reforms that would undercut the industry's profits from credit cards. Later this week, the Consumer Bankers Association will launch a quote-unquote Washington Wallet Watch campaign opposing two separate reforms coming from Capitol Hill and the Biden administration. The group will accuse policymakers of undertaking a misguided political campaign to change how your credit card works, raising costs for consumers and taking away your rewards. Credit card policy in the nation's capital is one of the banking lobby's top concerns these days. One front traces back to the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, where regulators proposed limiting most banks' credit card late fees to about $8. That rule still needs to be finalized before going into effect. Meanwhile, on Capitol Hill, Senators Dick Durbin, the Democrat from Illinois, and Roger Marshall, the Republican from Kansas, are pushing the Credit Card Competition Act. The bill would require credit card issuers to offer a choice of at least two payment companies in electronic transactions, which would undercut a lucrative duopoly maintained by Visa and MasterCard. Bankers say the status quo allows them to offer robust credit card rewards to consumers and simultaneously maintain a secure payment system. But the retail merchant sector has been squeezed for years by credit card transaction fees that are much higher in the United States than they are abroad. The campaign will argue that the fees banks charge are already more transparent than other sectors, thanks to existing laws like the Truth in Lending Act. The bankers are also appealing to personal responsibility, arguing that current customer late fees, which hover between $30 and $40, are a fair way to fund reward programs and otherwise cover costs. Even though legislative reforms here face very long odds, the issue has been top of mind this summer. We reported last month on how Marshall threatened to upend proceedings around the Senate's reauthorization of the NDAA if his bill didn't receive an amendment vote, though the Kansas Republican ultimately backed down. We expect an encore this fall. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. We have a new move here, which is super interesting. Uh, Parker Polling, a top figure at House Republican politics, is now leading the American Opportunity Alliance, a top-flight Republican donor group. Polling made the move several months ago, but kept it mostly under wraps. AOA, as it is referred to in GOP circles, is a donor collective of sorts that is affiliated with billionaire hedge fund manager Paul Singer. It helps some of the party's biggest donors direct their contributions to a constellation of groups. For background, polling spent years on Capitol Hill as a top aide to House Financial Services Chair Patrick McHenry. She was the North Carolina Republican's chief of staff when he was chief deputy whip in the last GOP majority. By dint of that posting, polling became close with then-House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy. She led the NRCC in the 2020 cycle when Republicans outperformed expectations. Previously, she was at Harbinger, a lobbying shop led by former senior House Republican aides. Leading AOA puts polling back in the top rung of GOP political circles. All right, with that, thanks so much for listening. Want to flag a new event that we are announcing here. I'm going to be interviewing Representative August Fluger, the Republican of Texas, on Tuesday, September 19th at 9 a.m. about news of the day, 5G leadership and spectrum policy. Would love for you to join us in person or on the live stream. You can RSVP at our events hub at punchbowl.news. If you want to go a little deeper on all things you hear on the Daily Punch, 
you can sign up for our free morning newsletter. All it takes is your email at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.